Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about what to do when you're not seeing marketing results. So this is something that every single person in marketing has experienced. If you're saying you've that's never happened to you before, I'm calling BS. Um, this happens all the time. And most often, more often than not, let's take paid advertising, for example. When you're starting out with paid advertising, people think you're going to see results in the first week. And it just doesn't work that way, even though it's very black and white. It does take you, you know, normally two to three months to start to see things really moving and a couple months to really get the machine working. So the first thing I will say is if you're not seeing marketing results, number one is to be patient because a lot of us want to see instant gratification. Um, you know, we want to see we were expecting results like similar to PR where you're going to get that, that quick spike initially. And that usually doesn't happen that way. Um, and even when you do get that quick spike, it's just that quick spike, right? instant gratification that's exactly what it is if you're looking to build something for the long term it is going to take time to build it up whether it's content marketing whether it's paid advertising or whatever when you're not seeing results it's usually for a reason and i don't know what the reason is but your analytics and your data will tell you go into your google analytics figure out where the drop-off is within the funnel right which step is it that you're sending out emails and people aren't opening it is it that you're sending out emails, people are opening it, but they're not clicking through or they're clicking through and they're going on the landing pages, but no one's filling out a lead or adding stuff to the cart or purchasing, right? Figure out what step the issue is because that's the page you should be working on. And on top of that, you should also be asking people questions. So use tools like Qualaroo and SurveyMonkey to figure out objections that users have. Once you have them or the main objections, adjust your website copy to answer them. And that should also help increase the conversions of these marketing campaigns that were once not working out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to paint an example here um, to kind of elaborate on what Neil's saying. So I, I remember uh, there's a company uh, I was at in the past, you know, revenues were stagnant for about two years or so. For whatever reason, they couldn't figure it out, right? Great company, great product. And, you know, all it took was to go into AdWords. These are the, they were really only running AdWords in the past. That was their only path for growth. Facebook wasn't where it's at today. Basically, we looked through all of the data that they ran historically. We looked at lifetime data. And then from there, we were able to see based on one campaign, one campaign actually started to get traction. So we dug in that one campaign. We looked at the ad groups. Then we looked at the ads. And we saw that over time, we looked at a graph in uh, AdWords that the campaign was actually steadily getting better and better over time. So when it comes to marketing results, you're not looking for um, you're not looking to hit that target CPA immediately. You're looking for continual improvements over time, where it does seem like you know at the end of the day uh, you're going to get to the numbers that you're trying to reach. So look for that semblance of traction 
um, and then you know try to try to double down from there. It's all about optimization. Neil talked about it. Uh, you have to look at your data, and the data is going to help you figure out the actions that you need to take next. And you know whether that's getting together with your team or you know taking action on your own. At least with the data, you're not going to be going based off your gut feeling all all the time, and that can usually be a fatal mistake. One other thing that people get wrong with marketing is they feel that hey, if a marketing campaign fails, I need to make it work. Not every campaign needs to work. What I like doing, especially at the beginning, is not just doing one campaign. I'll do like three or four or five campaigns. If only one out of five hits, then I focus on that and fine tune it and get it perfect. Once it's streamlined, I'll throw up another four or five tests, and then once that campaign hit, one of the campaign hits really well, then I'll also streamline that, perfect it. And by doing this process over and over again, yeah, I'll have a ton of fail marketing campaigns, but I'll have five or six ones that work really well and I continue leveraging them over and over again. And I park all the failures on the sideline until I get through all the ones that work really well. And once I start running out of campaigns that are working, right, because if they're already working, that's fine, but you want to keep adding more and more. Then what I do is I go back to the drawing board, look at all the ones that failed and see how I can make them better. And to elaborate on that, I mean, most people don't think about having a testing framework or a process for this. Um, And I've talked about this in the past, but having a tool like Growth Hackers Projects, or you can even use Trello, which is free. Um, But Growth Hackers Projects is going to allow you to organize all these ideas. And the good thing is with these ideas, it's going to allow you to rate the ideas too, based on uh, the confidence level, the impact it's going to have, um, and also the ease of implementation. And that's what it's all about, right? Once you're able to average out these scores, then you figure out you're, you're able to prioritize what tests that you want to run next. Brian Belfort wrote a really good post on his testing framework that he previously used at HubSpot. Uh, Sean Ellis also wrote about his testing framework too. Having a, a kind of framework when it comes to running uh, marketing campaigns at least gives you something to feel like you're not just kind of shooting in the dark and you're not you know, spraying and praying all over the place. And yeah, by all means, you know, test different campaigns, but um, you, you should have some kind of methodology that, that is tied in with it. Like, I think, uh, Neil, what is it? Is it most, is it 12.5 of tests uh, usually succeed? Is that is that what it is in, in CRO? Uh, I don't know what the percentage is, but most tests in CRO don't succeed because people do CRO wrong. Okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. All right, go ahead. The other thing too is when you're doing these campaigns, look at all the technical stuff. For example, I have a buddy who runs promotions for a Pilates company. His name is, uh, right, let's not get into his name. But when he was running the promotions for his Pilates company, right, and he's like in the background, it's supposed to be like an influencer who's doing it. He's just a marketing guy in the background helping make all the money. And when he's doing it, one of their webinars crashed. He's like, oh, there was an issue with YouTube. I'm like, no, YouTube doesn't go down. There's something that you guys probably did on your end. The little technical things can really screw up a campaign. I remember for a period of a month and a half with the neilpatel.com site, we saw a huge drop off in revenue and everyone was like, oh, there's nothing wrong, yada, yada, yada. And I paid a consultant $30,000, Jermaine Griggs, to look at the marketing automation sequence in Infusionsoft. And he's like, oh, there's all these people getting stuck and there's these issues with Infusionsoft and it's tagged wrong, right? A lot of times it's the little technical stuff that messes a marketing campaign up and can cause you to drastically... uh, lose money or for it to go from a winner to a loser. And you're like, wait, I ran these campaigns before. It doesn't work anymore. 
Well, no, it probably still works. There's something technically that went wrong. And one other basic thing that people forget about is setting the correct KPIs. Oftentimes people like to set up these crazy dashboards with all these numbers, set up all these pages. They want to see the LTV of you know one, one blog post. They want to see the return from each blog post. You don't need to get that granular. Just set you know one, two, maximum of three KPIs to, to focus on because these are key performance indicators, right? And, and then if you're setting, you know, 20 or 30, they're no longer key, right? So you don't want to go all over the place. You do need to have a target to shoot after. And a lot of people that talk about not seeing marketing results, well, sometimes they just don't have the right metrics that they're going after, or sometimes they're just going after too many. Just focus on two or three. I know when you talk about the early days of Facebook or Twitter, they focus on one key metric. And then if you Google uh, Josh Elman, one key metric, you're going to learn about what that is. And if you're starting out, you need to set up these metrics to get going with. Otherwise, you're not even going to know if you're getting results or not. It seems basic, but a lot of people miss the boat on this. So that's it for this episode of Marketing School. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.